Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're going to be talking about She-Hulk season one. No, I don't know if it's season one, whatever. Episode five? I should have <laughs> planned for this. Mean Green and Poured Into Dim Jeans. All that and more right after this ad we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Just kidding, it's Catherine Ray. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I have like a bit of a um, complex because it, it, people know for a fact. Like they might not know who's on the show when I do the intro, but they know for a fact Jeff Randall's not here because he does the intro. <laughs> so whenever I do the intro, I have this like, I have this imagined thing where people across the country are going like, Oh, it's non-Jeff Randall episode. <laughs> All like, the Jeff stands just turn it off exactly. immediately. <laughs> and like, I don't fault them. I don't fault them. I love you, Jeff stands. Although none of you are hearing this, so I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> You've that. all turned this off yeah, already exactly. at this point. <laughs> Those Jeff stands, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, uh, so so when you say it's I'm Jeff Randall, like they know already. They know already. Um, <laughs> Welcome, Catherine Ray. How are you? I'm doing well, Matthew Carroll. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, we had a, a weird scheduling thing. Jeff is traveling this week, and so we didn't need to wait till the evening to do it, and it was better for you to do it in the morning. It's always better for me to do it in the morning. So instead of doing an instant take last night, we're just doing this first thing in the morning, 8 o'clock a.m. Um, uh, so, well, 9, your time. Um I'm so bad at time zones, uh, <laughs> but uh, so let's talk. Let's talk about She-Hulk. What What did you think uh, of this here episode? <laughs> mean green imported into dim jeans, which I'm going to say as many times as I can in this episode. <laughs> I mean, excellent episode title for starters. <laughs> Very just gave me a good giggle. Um, this one was it was an episode. I actually don't feel overwhelmingly positive about this one, oh, um, yeah. but but for some things that we can talk about as far as like how I feel about how this fits in and does it even need to fit in and that kind of stuff. But I mean, it did make me giggle at certain points. I liked, I feel like we got a lot more from characters that I like a lot in this episode, yeah. which was enjoyable. Um, so overall it was pretty good. I did watch it like laying in bed on my side on my iPad this morning, which <laughs> <laughs> pre, pre any like caffeine or anything, which may be factoring into my opinion on the whole episode. Let's be honest. Yeah. I tried to wake up at least 30 minutes before I was going to watch it and just like, shake my face around so that I wouldn't have that because I do think there's that like dreary eyed like it's too it's too early to be watching a comedy especially like I'm just not zoned in totally I well I was gonna ask so you didn't wake up at 2 a.m. to to watch this was no. your first time watching it no okay, no no okay. yes uh I had a crazy had a crazy night but also uh <laughs> it's, it's a long story I've had an <laughs> insane few weeks but to cap it all off my dog ate an asthma inhaler yesterday or two night two nights ago um and what you it sounds hilarious because it's 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 an insane thing to do it sounds like a dog ate an asthma inhaler what the what the hell but apparently they are very poisonous to dogs oh, and no. uh, because they're aerosolized if your dog bites into it it explodes in their mouth <gasps> and they, and because it's absorbed by the mouth and gums, they basically get all of the doses at one time. Oh, and so depending no. on how it hits them, if it like zooms into their face or into their mouth or zooms out of their mouth or whatever, it can like be really, really bad. Um, 
he's safe. He's fine. I should have said that in the very beginning. I hope I didn't worry anybody. Phew. Um, it, it mostly got outside of his mouth, but, it, but he still had to go to the like doggy ER in the middle of the night, which of oh, course no. it has to happen in the middle of the night. So you can't take it to a normal vet. You have to take the dog to, yeah. So it was a whole thing. So anyway, I spent the last night. So when I found out you wanted to do that this morning, I was like, great. I do not need to stay up till 2 a.m. again. I did that last night for a dog. And that, yeah. So Quilly's good though. Quilly, Quilly oh, came home from gosh. the hospital yesterday. Quill. <laughs> he just had like blood pressure and, uh, heart blood pressure and heart rate issues all night so they had to like regular they had to keep him literally like fucking doggy iv like that's just that's just craziness um so oh God. I, i've just been i have not left hospitals this entire month it's like mm. skylar was in the hospital for a week then my mom's been in the hospital this entire month and then my dog was in the hospital and i was just in there like i'm really tired of hospitals i'm really tired of talking to like doctors about my loved one's heart rates and blood pressure and whether they're going to like regulate anyway mm. it was it was it's fine everything's good the I'm dog is home and happy is fine now but i was so i was like happy to sleep last night yeah. <laughs> i was too i was too that being said i woke up splashed some water on my face got myself got myself together so that i could enjoy this episode and i did um i do think there you have a great point though or like your feelings are valid. There's less going on in here that is sort of explorable into the Marvel universe. Like this is a much more, uh, I mean, it's the first episode we haven't had a major cameo, right? We got a hint right at the end. Absolutely. But, but no actual cameo. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So uh, that, that joke she made a couple episodes was true. This isn't the show where every episode you get a cameo, maybe mm-hmm. every other episode there will be, but like, and I think your point about there being more, more time with the side characters the characters really like like i think the reason you got that is because there's no wong in this episode there's no banner in this episode there's no blonsky in this episode so like you got a chance to spend time with pug and nikki and titania finally some actual tight some real meaningful titania in this episode yes which i gotta say was a little bit underwhelming unfortunately i I don't want to say anything negative about the actress or anything. Um, and plus I really don't know, but all this reshuffling of the show and how they like moved it around and cut it, cut things off and stuff. It seems kind of Titania related. Like a lot of this, a lot of the, the scenes that have seemed truncated or weird, including the courtroom scene, which I think was more of a CGI issue. Mm-hmm. But um, this scene too, like she went to meet Titania for the first time at the, um, like the announcement of her like new She-Hulk line. And that scene seemed edited like to Helen back. Like it seemed Mm -hmm. like she said one word to her. She said one word back. It seemed like they were about to have a repartee and then they just like cut the scene. It was like, Ooh, it's, it's starting to make me think that like they made choices for the Titania character that didn't fit the vibe or didn't, maybe it was too broad. Like she comes from a show that I really, really love, which is um, the good place great show but it's a little more broad and a little more i don't know almost silly not that this show hasn't been silly but it's like silly but they're trying to keep it still within the mcu so i don't know if they just like went too broad with her and then they had to like cut certain things or what that's just a total speculation but well so so two points speaking the silly the silly tone i actually don't feel like they're nailing it which i think is Mm. some of my like not less than stellar feelings about the season so far is I think they're 
I think they're really trying to go for like a much more silly vibe than they usually have. And I just don't know that I feel like it's 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 hitting the nail on the head. But I also think that maybe that's because I'm so not used to that in my Marvel stuff. Yeah. Maybe that's a me thing. Like maybe I just have to kind of let go of some of these expectations and enjoy this show for what it is, which is just this like really silly human focused kind of mm-hmm. law procedural show that we're getting with like some some smatterings of superhero stuff here and there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely not the normal Marvel tone. Um oh yeah, and sorry, the second sure. thing, um speculation. This yeah. show does not lend itself to one episode a week. I there is oh, like what are yeah. we what are we speculating about right now? Like, okay, cool, we got a daredevil helmet. Is it gold? Ooh, I, I don't know. I I feel like with other shows there were these like really incredible like cliffhangers and stuff we right. were thinking about before the next one and this one I'm just like, okay, cool. I'll see what her suit looks like next week. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> Which, no, no, of course really I'm point. excited to see what her suit looks like, but do I really feel that that's like like if this was just rolling into a next episode, if I could just be binging this right now, I would totally. And I'd probably like feel a little bit better about the kind of like lighthearted silly parts about it cuz I'd be like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. funny. Haha, this is just like a cute little Marvel show, but instead I'm just like, okay, I got to wait a week to see the suit. I got I got to wait a week to see the suit i guess no that's a really good point i had mentioned in like one of the earlier episodes that this show or we, we've been talking about actually a lot the last two weeks about how speculation in this show uh which you haven't been here for but the speculation in this show is almost ridiculous because like you start talking about wong and like whether something was a joke or whether he meant it and whether like like you stack these like speculation on a joke that maybe was real maybe he meant it maybe he didn't maybe it was a joke maybe it was a lie but like it's all like this sort of just soup of speculation and that's just not what this show's designed for but mm-hmm. you're but i've been, i'm i'm a i'm a staunch believer in the week to week model for shows all these marvel shows like i think that disney is doing such a smart thing by doing that but you're right. That that might be why this show is not fitting as well into that speculation mode because it's it's such a silly comedy that we don't really need it week to week. Like this would be a show that would be fine to do and in in a binge model. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I I still enjoy I, even though it sometimes leads us down stupid paths. I still enjoy the speculation of it all. Like yeah. I would I'll sit here and talk about okay, this guy's in. Where, where, what city are they in? Are they in LA? Yeah. I, I want to speculate about like who else is getting their suits from this guy. You know what I mean? Mm. Like for a mm-hmm. second, I thought it might be Justin Hammer. Like that's what I really wanted. Like I wanted it to be Justin Hammer at one scene. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I thought about the guy from Daredevil and I was like, this is, this is going to be our, our tie in. Oh, um, right, I forget right, right. that character's name, but I was like, oh, cool. This is, I mean, it, it, it did end up being the Daredevil tie in, but like not. Yeah. But also if they're in LA, why is he getting his stuff made? Why is Matt Murdock in LA getting well, his stuff? Well, we hadn't seen him in a few years. If True. he's like, let's say he's gotten into the uh, superhero community a little more, he's coming out. Maybe he's coming out for a, um, maybe he's coming out for something completely different, like a lawyer gig. Like he's got some sort of law thing that's bringing him out there, which is, I think, pretty likely given the, the show that this is. And mm-hmm. then, but he also, while he's there, he like oh my Melvin I think was the name's character who Melvin like did the, there you go he did the uh, suits he's like Melvin's like okay I've got a you know I've got a friend who makes suits for people too and it's re- he he does a different whole different thing out there and like go go see him in L A uh, while you're there or like maybe you know whoever whatever you know yeah um 
I can't even remember if Melvin survived the series because I know there was like he was under attack at different points. Good question. Someone is yelling at their uh, yelling at the speaker right now to tell yeah. us. Yeah, I just can't <laughs> hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been rewatching Daredevil with my mom, and uh, it's <laughs> pretty funny. It, it, it's it's really silly. My mom is like. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast yet. I, I know I've posted it about it in the Stranded Panda chat, but like my mom is so into Daredevil. She has watched oh. like almost all three seasons of Daredevil over just a few weeks. She's just been like next episode, next day. My mom doesn't binge anything. It is literally teaching her what a streaming service is. Like she's finally understanding <laughs> how to navigate the Roku because she now knows how to get to Daredevil. Like Daredevil has completely oh. like changed her <laughs> view of what TV is. It's so funny. I showed her the first episode and like, I knew she'd like it, like the religious tones and like the superhero mm-hmm. stuff and mm-hmm. the, how good Matt and Foggy are. And so like, so you've been watching a little bit of it with her, right? Yeah. As much as I can, like I'll be working in here on the podcast, but then I'll, I'll go out there to like take a break and I'll end up spending two hours watching Daredevil <laughs> because it's so good. Well, it's so good, but can we talk about how different the tone of that show is and yes. how, and the character that we got as, mm-hmm. you know, Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock is so wildly different from the show that we're watching right now and i'm so curious about how those two are going to fit together and in what capacity like are we going to get like like are we going to get in the show matt murdoch and then the audience just knows that that's daredevil and then we'll get that little connection with the suit tie or are we going to get matt murdoch and daredevil are they going to interact and what is the tone going to be like because the tone of this show has been a whole other end of the spectrum yeah. from that Daredevil show, which was spectacular. I'm a huge Daredevil fan for sure, but yeah, I just, the two do not feel like they're going to mesh well together in my head from what I'm imagining. I am concerned uh, about that, uh, mostly mm-hmm. because of the Fisk of it all, because I felt like Fisk was treated really weird in Hawkeye. Fisk did not feel like Fisk. And so... He would have ripped Kate Bishop's arms off her body. I mean, there's like yeah. it, that that fight at the end was just um, I don't know. Not, you're right. They handled Fisk very weird in yeah. in Hawkeye. And, Sorry, I guess spoilers for the end of Hawkeye. And I know, well, yeah, uh, <laughs> and I know that, like, like, and that was a pretty serious. I felt like Hawkeye was a much easier tone to bridge. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so, but that's also the villain. That's also Fisk, who's like never really has a funny moment. Uh, Matt Murdock has a lot of funny moments. Like if you see him in, like I don't know, all the moments with Foggy and Karen when they're just like out at a bar laughing and stuff. Like those lawyer moments absolutely fit with the lawyer moments on this show. Like I can totally see Jen Walters and Matt Murdock in a bar after a case having a drink, talking about lawyer stuff. Like that that tone Mm -hmm. totally works for me. Yeah, I want her to like turn to the camera and be like, "Am I attracted to a blind guy?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 seems. I don't know. <laughs> he seems to know what's going on for a blind guy like that. The, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Make some little sly comment. Yeah. Oh man, I really. Man, I'm getting a lot of. I feel like this helmet means we're getting Daredevil next week. I don't know that that's true. I, I'm not banking on it. I kind of am. But mostly because, like, last week they had the Titania tag at the end where she's she stole her name. So the next episode was about Titania stealing her name. We didn't get a post-credit this week, did we? No, we didn't. didn't First week they haven't given us one. I wonder yeah. why. I-, I was curious about that, too. And, like, see? And here, here, here it goes. It goes into my, like, theory about Titania. I'm wondering if, like, 
because it's the t- this is the big Titania episode. I wonder if it was like Titania sitting in her lair thinking about how she was going to mess with Jen next or something like that. Uh, which that tone, I could totally see them swinging for that tone and it not working. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, I have a feeling that that that's my that's my total theory. I have no idea based purely on like what we've seen on the screen. It mm-hmm. seems like Titania might have been like a big broad like I'm a villain character. Maybe that just didn't work with like the real the sort of realism of the MCU. So I did listen to the episodes for the for the other for the last two weeks episodes Sweet. and the bit about Wong and mm-hmm. like the the whole the speculation thing, which I I just love that that conversation. But <laughs> honestly, this week I was thinking as I was watching, I was like, this is not the Wong that I've been introduced to before, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah. also he's not a very good sorcerer supreme to be <laughs> to be relying on the American legal system to be dealing mm-hmm. with this, like. Mordo just went and took that dude's magic that time. I'm not saying that was right. the right call, but I'm saying he was he did it. Well, see, but that's dealing with magic. Like, if you go into someone's culture and you use magic in their culture, let's say let's say we're talking about the American legal system, but whatever he's dealing with, you go into their culture, you use magic in their culture, and it screws them up in their culture. I think that Wong, like, that's why I like the theory that Wong, when Wong said how about we, I send him to the shadow dimension or whatever. Like he was actually lying and he was like, like actually like, Oh, I'll just, I'll just say that. And then I'll let him free. Cause that's what I was going to do anyway. Cause abomination is reformed and he believes that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, do I start speculating that Wong is a scroll or something? And yeah. this is like a whole nother character. Cause like it just, even just tonally, it didn't really fit in. I mean, I got a good giggle out of the whole like Sopranos running joke that they had yeah, with like him sure. watching the Sopranos. But I was, I guess I was just like, this really doesn't kind of like meld well with the Wong that I have in my head as like the, the character that we've been introduced to before. I feel like it feels silly for a Sorcerer Supreme, but this is also the guy who was listening to Beyonce in the library. So I, like, that, I did specifically remember that scene when I was like in my head, I was like, okay, well we did have that, you know, like he was listening to single ladies that one time. It's a bop. We all know it. He was jab. He was jamming. <laughs> yeah. He was bopping. <laughs> he was, he you know was what I would have loved? I would have loved if they, cause is this, is this 10 episodes, nine episodes? This is a 10. Yeah. 10. I would have loved if they released uh, this in a chunk of five and a chunk of five. I think mm. that because th- so this was so this was five. So we would have right. gotten to watch these five episodes, laugh at all the jokes, see Banner, see Blonsky, and then we would have ended with Matt's helmet. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I feel yeah. like that could have been like, a oh, God, now we're waiting. Like, let's wait two weeks for the next five to come out or something. Right. I feel like that may have been, in my humble but correct opinion, the smarter way to <laughs> come out with these episodes. Um, <sighs> just because they're so short, too. You know, like, I just find myself kind of wanting uh, wanting more at the end of these, which is, I guess, good and is what they, they should be doing. But uh, especially with just the really short episodes, I was like, man, I could have. I could have watched all five of these in one sitting for sure. Yeah. No, and that's the thing with these little nugget-sized things. It's just so easy to just mm-hmm. burn through, which, I don't know. I It's the MCU, and I love it, and I love the idea that we watch this 30 minutes, even if it's silly, and like we get to like dig down on it and talk about it and stuff. So, like, for my own, like, you know, podcasting purposes and for like the fun of the community. I enjoy having a different episode every week because we get to just talk about Wong and if he's if he's really Wong for a week, you know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> and if, if it's mm-hmm. a weird Wong. And this week we get to talk about well and that's the thing. As you said from the beginning, 
there's less to speculate about this episode. And I got a note. We have barely talked about this episode. <laughs> We've been talking for 20 <laughs> minutes and barely talked about this episode. Because there's not a lot. There, we want to talk about everything else. But like, because there, there's really just nothing to speculate about. Nothing that really connects strongly to the universe. And I think yeah. that's like, your point was very valid at the very beginning. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I do think this is a fun episode. But that's kind of all it is. It's like, a, it's, it's yeah. candy, you know. It's candy. Yeah. It's setting up the next, the next thing with the drip broker. It's showing us a, a tease of Matt Murdock. But really, it's just a chance to see the characters doing their character things. Um, the only sort of like, I think, serious, I guess, two things that are sort of moving the plot forward. And that is still Jen's relationship with She-Hulk, like how she feels about She-Hulk mm-hmm. and her embracing She-Hulk. Like just enough. She was still like tentatively embracing She-Hulk with her dating profile. And then it was snatched away from her. And it's like she didn't appreciate the She-Hulk of it all. She was ready to just like... uh you know, she really was pushing it away. She was like, no, I'm Jen. I'm Jen. I'm Jen. And then she sort of got a taste of She-Hulk just enough that when it was pulled away from her, she really wants to be She-Hulk. You know, she really wants that part of herself. Um, and even just losing the name feels very offensive to her. <laughs> well, I mean, she also wanted to get laid. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing is it worked. Like, like they was, yeah, it worked in a way yeah. that, like, she has longed for that attention she tried with her profiles in the past with her like business suit profile um (laughs) that nikki makes fun of her for is this your professional picture (laughs) because i mean on a dating profile that's a red flag for sure (laughs) i bet (laughs) i have i have yet to be on a dating profile but you know yeah i bet Pro tip for all the listeners out there, don't use your LinkedIn picture as your Mm. uh, profile picture. (laughs) Okay. But if you're a musician and it's stage pictures, is that okay? Or is that a big red flag? (laughs) I mean, do you have a LinkedIn as a musician? Uh, Yeah. Don't use the same picture. Well, no, no. (laughs) Don't have that many good pictures. (laughs) (laughs) I did like all of the interaction we got with Pug and Nikki in this episode. I thought they're, I think they're fun characters. I think we're very endeared to them. And even just kind of watching them kind of like, talk about like shoes and and favors and being friends and just seeing their mm-hmm. little banter was just like very sweet and kind of fun and yeah um, yeah <laughs> i love their deal and and, and i love that like <laughs> i need i need to call that favor now but you haven't even done the original <laughs> favor <laughs> like i love his voice i just love his voice yeah. and then she's like but i'm giving you a break on the interest <laughs> he's like good point <laughs> I will say they built up the drip broker quite a bit and also mm-hmm. the use of the word broker in the title I think was mm. meant to be a little bit of a what's that called red herring um but they <laughs> built the they, they built up that reveal so much and then I was like oh it's a character we've never met before yeah. which I was like okay all right they they just wanted to build like a mystique around this character that I think is a little campy and ridiculous but i'll still right. get a kick out of i guess you know yeah no I, I liked what they did but i did i did in the middle of it like i was like ooh, could it be could it be justin hammer like i was like <laughs> a guy who's I mean, he even said like do you need weapons in the suit do you need this or that and like i was like aren't this could this could be a like um like a small nod toward armor wars or something like that i was mm-hmm. like ooh, what can we do here what can we do here and like 
Justin Hammer was a very well-dressed man and dancing around in his nice suits. I, I also, I just watched Iron Man 2. So it was like, I was thinking like, ooh, it could be Justin And then no, it was not. Um, yeah. It also is in this right part of the country for it to be Justin Hammer. So I was just like. Totally. I didn't even, I really didn't even think about that. Yeah. It's probably not worth thinking about but uh <laughs> <laughs> well so like with the with the speculation thing i'm trying to take myself out of my usual like mcu watching mode with this show and just kind of enjoy it for what it is mm-hmm. and and take it episode by episode and just get the giggles that i'm getting out of it but it's just such a departure from how we've been doing things mm-hmm. for so long now that for i think sure. that's kind of where i'm like stumbling and where i'm kind of like having a, a harder time really just like letting go of every everything else behind this and everything else ahead of this and just enjoying this for what it is. I know there was just a ton of announcements that came out at D23 and I've honestly been trying to avoid knowing about <laughs> any of them because Oh, wow. Okay. But, I mean, we've talked about it before that I feel like I'm not served well as a fan by knowing all of the things that are coming out ahead of time because yeah, then I, sure. it's even harder for me to like not speculate about things and not try to connect things and not have these moments of like, but but what about this? And what about this? And I just want to be able to enjoy Wong as a silly Sopranos fan who's never mm-hmm. watched it and is trying to avoid internet spoilers. But instead, <laughs> I'm like, use your magic, bro. I've seen you do bigger things than this. And I know what magic can do. And, and you know, so like I'm trying to, but it's so hard when you're in this huge interconnected universe mm-hmm. that has taken literally years to build. It's yeah. kind of hard for me to like separate what I'm watching right now from all of that other bigger stuff. And I think yeah. that's kind of like the issue i'm i'm that i'm having all other than the editing stuff which i will say was egregious in this episode (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah this episode felt a little edity more than others uh, for sure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of the jokes i like best just to talk about some of the jokes because i think i do think this episode is about the jokes like there's just almost nothing else going on except for (laughs) a little bit of gin character development and good jokes and yeah. like a little world building around the drip broker that we may or may never see again, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Uh, yeah, my guess is honestly never again. Yeah, I mean, I could see if this show if this show goes four seasons, it's very likely she will need to go back to the drip broker for something else, you know. But like, and they, and I could totally see them making some good jokes of that, and like maybe maybe we see other things. Like, I kind of want to go back and watch this episode, like, and freeze frame it a little bit and see if there's any, like, Easter eggs to other characters' costumes in the background and stuff like that. When, yeah, they were, like, rolling uh, things in front, and mm-hmm. I saw that. I was like, if I if I paused and enhanced, enhanced, I'm sure mm-hmm. we could find some stuff in here. But, I again, I was I literally hadn't even gotten vertical yet that this morning. <laughs> I was still well, totally horizontal in bed. <laughs> well, that's the, also the, the fault of an instant reaction because we're like... You know, we needed to get onto the podcast, so we're like, let's just watch it. This is the first reviewing. Next week, mm-hmm. we'll do our, like, you know, feedback episode, which we will do this week, I promise. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't do it for the last two weeks because travel and stuff. Um, I loved the title sequence. I loved it so much. I love it. Because uh, it was it, by it, Titania. Yeah, it was so good. I love, well, and even, I think it's before the title sequence, you see her in the kitchen and you hear the Titania commercial. Uh, like she hulk mm-hmm. by titania commercial and i love the trolliness of titania that she's like i own who i am and it's like oh it's such a good troll it's mm-hmm. such a good troll mm-hmm. and then to come right out of that scene into the title sequence and it's just be like she hulk by titania <laughs> that was it great. honestly reminded me of um 
best show ever, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., when they mm. were in, like, the framework, and they switched it to, like, Agents of Hydra. Yeah. And, like, they, just changing the title card up enough to, like, be reflective of what's going on in the show. I love when they do little nods like that. Me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. do. And then, um, yeah, this was... Uh, this was also sort of an inverse of a previous episode we got with Dennis, where they had to embarrass Dennis to get him off of the, you know, to win the case. They had to embarrass oh, him. Oh, yeah. And this was the same thing for Jen. And I wonder how much of that, like, it felt almost, this is only the, what, third case we've gotten. And they kind of used the same tactic in two of those cases. And I was kind of like, ooh, that's the same joke twice. Like, I don't know about that, but I, but I enjoyed it still. <laughs> I was a little sad about the the guys only wanting She-Hulk and not wanting Jen. Me too. I thought that was like, that was interesting. I don't know, commentary maybe, but it was also just a little sad that Jen isn't getting, there's no love for Jen. It's just love for, for She-Hulk. Uh, 100%. I did appreciate um, Book, Booker, the the lawyer being like, you deserve better than that. You know, like yeah. that even that, even that really hot guy, like you can do better than that. Um, that was that was a nice little bit but yeah i think i don't know if does that it it did it did feel like important stuff for for the for the gen character to 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 be having this kind of this still kind of push and pull between like people who only want me for she hulk and people who can't appreciate me for gen and and that kind of which i i feel like we'll hopefully get more of this season right yeah i i definitely think we will and i i think they're doing something really interesting with jen that she's a flawed character but most of our most of our characters that we see flaws in Marvel, they're flawed in some like moral way. Like <laughs> Tony Stark is, uh, he does a lot of the good things, but he's doing them a lot of times for the wrong reasons. He's narcissistic. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you, so his whole arc is about him becoming self sacrificial in the end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's the. That's actually a lot of the characters is like, when will, when will you learn? It's Doctor Strange, too. When will you learn to put down the knife and give it to someone else? When will you learn to, like, step into the background? And I think what's interesting with Jen, and I think it's also commentary on her, uh, her gender, is that she is so used to being in the background. And, like, there's this, like, now she has this power and it pushes her to the forefront but she's so uncomfortable there. In this episode, when Titania takes her trademark, it takes her boss telling her, no, 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 you have to go fight for your trademark. Like, it's part of your job. Like, you have to go do it. She's not planning to go fight for it. So, it, her flaws as a character are not, like, moral. They're, mm-hmm. like, confidence. And, and I think that's a very real thing um, not, they're not just women face, but like, I think it is something specific to her gender in the show, um, that she's just been pushed to the back as a lawyer. Um, her family doesn't really respect her a lot. Like she's just sort of like this, she, she, she really lacks a lot of confidence and a lot of her like issues thus far have been her not having confidence in herself. And I think like, like self care, self love, all that stuff. I think, I think we're going towards a place where that's what the show is about is her figuring out how to love herself and like respect herself and have confidence. But it's interesting because it's the opposite of so many Marvel characters, which is like, (laughs) I am so confident that I am the right guy that I have to, my whole lesson has to be to learn self-sacrifice. And she's Mm -hmm. like, She's learning the op. She has to learn the opposite, you know. It is kind of nice to get to see a character step up instead of like having to step 
back. That is kind of nice. I do. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about that, like specifically about that before, but I do like that. And I do hope we get more. I mean, I, I think Tatiana Maslany is just an incredible actress, but I, I, I will say I prefer her. I prefer watching her act as Jen, not as She-Hulk. It is a bummer how the CGI problems have caused us to really have to like look for her performance. And yeah. I, cause I do like, have you have you seen Orphan Black? It's it's pushed really high to the top of my to watch list, but it, it is, is still on the to watch mwah. list. I know I, you've been so extolling good. its virtues for years. Yeah, it's it's really really great. And like even just watching like the first season or whatever, you'll get a sense of like Tatiana Maslany as an actress because mm-hmm. her performances in that are just mind bogglingly good. Weirdly, one moment that like made me see the Tatiana of it all uh, through She Hulk. <laughs> Was when she said that line, <laughs> or when they read her profile and they said, mean green and poured into them jeans. I told you I was going to try to say as many times as I could. <laughs> and then they said, I need a man with a sturdy back and a reinforced king size bed. JK, 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 JK. <laughs> and then it cut to her and the like embarrassed smile that she had was so good. That reaction was so, so good. And I like really saw Tatiana's acting in that moment through the She-Hulk character which I, I agree it's been like few and far between when I actually really get a sense of what Tatiana was going for which is a bummer mm-hmm. a real bummer mm-hmm. I can see I mean they they made like such a valiant effort with it right I can really see like they put a ton of time and in, in, into like facial tracking and just trying to mm-hmm. but but I don't think that as advanced as our CG stuff is, it just isn't the same as a real human face. Again, we're just so programmed to be looking at faces all the time. And so even if if you're just, if you're 98% of the way there, that 2% is what we're going to notice and what we're going to kind of feel on that character. Yeah. And also they they did, there was two transitions that they didn't show us specifically from like uh, in the in the Drip Broker's when she's going from She-Hulk to Jen and Jen to She-Hulk, they specifically didn't show us those on camera. And I was like, yeah, I, I notice when you don't give us these transitions, I mm. can't help but notice that you're just not doing this off screen. And it's it's got to just be a time and money and a CGI thing, which is, yeah. um, which is a bummer because we've come to expect so much more from Marvel. And we've gotten so much more from Marvel in the past, you mm-hmm. know, which is, again, why I think this, like like fire hose of content we're getting is just like it's a lot and i don't know that it's like my favorite Mm -hmm. (laughs) i hear that i hear that it's a supply and demand thing it's like the more demand the more supply we get the less we're going to value it Mm -hmm. it's just that's just true if we were when we were getting two movies a year in 2008 it was like oh my gosh it's gonna be a universe one day and we're like Mm -hmm. so excited for thor so excited for captain america um and now it's like, oh, uh, you better give us Captain America next week. Like, you know, it's just it's a totally different vibe mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But I also can't complain. I mean, I, I I am very happy to be living in this moment that we get so many things. I can complain and I, and I will complain. <laughs> I hear you. I do. I will complain when they're bad, when things are mm-hmm. bad. I don't, mm-hmm. I can't complain about lots of content because I do like it. Um I do enjoy the lots of content. Mm-hmm. I definitely hear you. I think there's definitely like big things to be said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's all. That's all, like, all the things I had in my notes and stuff. I didn't even take any notes. I was you were horizontal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I like made my niece wake up, and I was like, okay, you keep wanting to watch She-Hulk with me, but I keep watching it at 2 a.m. I'm watching it. I'm watching it at 7.15. If you can wake up and be like dressed for school and be completely ready, we can watch She-Hulk before I go to, before you go to school. And, and, uh, and so she did. And so I was like up and up and, you know, vertical and drink it, eat my breakfast. I'm happy. So something I'm just thinking about. Um, I feel like this is the most implied sex we've ever really gotten in the MCU, which is, which is fun. And the most like sexual, we've got to see a character in the, like, She's like making a, you know, she's essentially making a Tinder profile, right? Yeah. And just like the, oh, the sure. ferocious swiping and like the, you know, coming out of yeah. the portal and landing on top of the guy on the couch. I was just like, okay, cool. We're getting like a little, we're getting like actually PG 13 in this Marvel for once, you know, like Marvel has sure. so, been so largely like sexless for, you know, a lot of it, which is, it serves a purpose and it's totally fine, but it is kind yeah. of fun to see that tone shift a little bit in this show. So I'm pretty sure in comics, She-Hulk has hooked up with Daredevil. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Do you think we're going to get that? <laughs> I mean, wh- where's are we getting Karen? What's going on? I have so many questions. I yeah. I don't know. I I wonder. I I can definitely picture them meeting, and again, her being like, "Is this this blind guy's like got game or something?" Right? Yeah. I can picture her like turning to the camera and just being like what's this guy's deal? You know, yeah. I don't know. I can, I can definitely see her falling. I mean, also Charlie Cox is like a specimen. How could you absolutely. not? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Don't, don't call she Hulk that, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm actually really sad you weren't here for those, uh, those, those episodes last, the last two weeks. Cause they were very like, uh, I don't know, dating and swiping heavy. And I think me and Jeff both are like, I don't know how to talk about that. Um. I love the <laughs> Megan the Stallion uh, cameo. Oh I'm my such a fan of her, and I think it was hilarious and wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. It was so good. I have like all for two weeks now. I've been trying to go eh correctly, <laughs> like trying to find that eh voice that she does. It's not. It's, it's confidence, not easy. Matt. You got to just step up. You got to just do it. You got to feel it. It's- <laughs> Listen, I am a vocalist. I'm trying to find the actual eh. Like, it's, I, like, I'm putting way too much thought into it. Like, I'm thinking about, is a soft palate need to be a little more raised? Just find the, like, proper resonance for eh. Like, no, you just gotta <laughs> tap into your inner hot girl and let it out. I do that every day. Don't worry. That's the belief. Me, I don't have a problem with confidence or inner hot girl. I'm all, I'm there all the time. But it's the, it's the, the vocal timbre that she uses is very difficult part of it is she just has such a different she has such a different instrument than i do as my mm-hmm. vocal teachers mm-hmm. would say um <laughs> okay i guess that's probably about all our she hulk talk for today i know yeah um, i could just <laughs> ramble more but that's yeah, really no, about I, it absolutely could too it's great talking to you Catherine. thank you for being here um, thanks for having me matt anywhere they can like follow you online or anything that you would like people nope, to tell people absolutely not all right i dig it i dig it <laughs> you can try to find me on matcher good luck <laughs> <laughs> i wonder if anyone's created a matcher app yet I, I feel like someone had to have like created a matcher app to like Hey, someone's going to search that, right? Mm. Are you yeah. on the App Store right now? I'm kind of curious. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm searching Matcher. No. <laughs> oh, wait. Here it is. Matcher. Dating app. <laughs> dating app for Indians. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Like matching like marriage 
matching or what is it called? Arranged marriage? Arranged marriage matchmaker is what I was trying to do. Oh, there he is. Like, what phrase are you going for? It has the word match in it. I know it. That's why it's called matcher. Uh, oh, uh, Cordo B says, how did he get an appointment? He's so exclusive. I think she's talking about how did uh, Matt Murdock get an appointment with the drip broker? Well, Daredevil's um, already famous. Daredevil's been in the news. Right. Exactly. And, and and also, I think at this point in his superheroing, depending on whether he was blipped or not, which I hope we find out. Mm. Uh, at some point, I'm, I'm I'm sure we will. Surely, at some point, they'll tell us. Um, but um, my my hope is that he was blipped, but Fisk was not. So Fisk spent the last five years building up his organization, and like Matt Murdock had, was not there to stop him. And then he comes back, and he's like, "All that work I did, you know." That's a really good theory. I like that. I like that too. Also, was the helmet gold? It was yellowish. I thought it was gold at first. I actually rewound it. I actually did not recognize it as Daredevil's helmet at first. I didn't see the little nubs. I I thought it looked like a Spartan helmet or something turned on its side. (laughs) I was like, what is that? Uh, I had to like rewind and get closer because I was, I guess, like I was like 30 feet from the TV. Um, (laughs) My mom's den is really big. Uh, TV placement is not good. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, it it was, it was, so he has like, he has a yellow, um, a costume in comics. There's like yellow and red. And okay. so I'm thinking that's kind of what they're teasing is that uh, he's going to okay. get the yellow and red costume. Maybe we'll get both of them next episode in comics, accurate costumes. Ooh, now see, that's a great call. That's a great call. I wonder if there's like a classic comic where daredevil and she Hulk like met or dated or something. And I wonder if they're like trying to do like a comics accurate moment or whatever. Hmm. Um, yeah, I wonder, like I bet, cause I think his yellow costume is more from like the eighties maybe. And, and she, she has a source she, pages folks on here. Yeah. She has a lot of <laughs> runs like in that same era. So that are very popular or whatever, eighties and nineties or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm scanning the internet, but uh, like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see, I'm excited to see both of them in costume. Mm hmm. And I guess we only have five episodes left, so I think they're going to... We're probably going to get a lot more time with the Titania storyline, I'm guessing. Maybe? Right? Like, she tries to enact vengeance on Yeah, she's like, this isn't over. Um, I think she is trying to... And we also have this weird Wrecking Crew thing that happened where they said they're boss. So, some people have speculated that's Titania. Some people have speculated that's the leader, which I thought was a really good theory until they... uh, I won't tell anything. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry about that. But the people probably know what I was going to say. Do you want me to just plug my ears? You can say it. (laughs) I like. (laughs) I'll I'll take my headphones off. I won't listen to this episode later. (laughs) People people that people that are not watching on the video need to go watch the YouTube video because Catherine just held her (laughs) fingers up to her headphones as if she was going to somehow plug her ears (laughs) through her headphones. That that just pushes the headphones in further. I really want to hear this. <laughs> I'm not listening. Earmuffs, but earmuffs over headphones doesn't Say work. Say it right now, Matt. <laughs> anyway, uh, interesting. Anyway. You're not following any D23 stuff. I, uh, I, I, I've well, I've already been on the chat and I've already seen some things, and I'm just like, oh god, I already know. And then once you know, you can't unknow, right? And then the speculation yeah. begins. Yep. 
I, I, I can do a really good job of like unknowing something uh, <laughs> by, you know, how, you know, how, like one of my favorite things is to headcanon something. Yes. One of my other favorite things is to decanonize something through like weird <laughs> logic. Like, oh, they said this guy's going to be in that movie. Well, that could mean anything. And I like start to spin like other ways that could happen. That is not the way that I'm assuming it'll happen. And before I know it, like all of my theories are Mr. Fantastic unfurled on the floor. <laughs> Everything leads back to Mephisto, we know. This. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I said this on the uh I said this on the chat last night, but I loved it. I was watching I watched Avengers with my niece last night for the first time. Uh I, like I said I've been keeping her for a few weeks and so we've been watching through all of the Marvel movies. And so we just got mm-hmm. to Avengers last night. She's very excited. Okay, I've got to tell you two stories. Firstly, I know you got to go too. Sorry. Um two things that she said during the Avengers that like got me so good. She, in the very first, one of the very first scenes of Avengers is the Herald of Thanos is talking to Loki. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he will be very upset if you cannot bring us the Tesseract, you know? And she said, who is he? <laughs> and, she, and she said, is he like the devil or something? <laughs> And so I was like, she's such a panda. She's theorizing about Mephisto and she doesn't even know it. (laughs) It's actually a stork and he will be very mad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, someone posted a a stork dancing gif when I I posted it on the chat last night. But the other one that got me that I loved... Oh gosh, this was so heartbreaking and funny. And I, I knew it was coming, so like it was even funnier for me in the moment. She said... Coulson steps on the screen and she said... Man, he's my favorite. <laughs> I like all these heroes. And she's been saying that throughout as we watched it. It's like, oh, Captain America's my favorite. Oh, Iron Man's my favorite. Like she's picking a favorite all the time. And Colson steps on the screen and she says, Man, he's my favorite. I love him. All these heroes, I don't even care about them. Colson's my favorite. And then immediate spear through the heart. <laughs> immediate. Like she oh, said no. it out loud, spoke it into the universe, and a spear directly through his heart. Mm. And she was like, she fell out of her chair screaming. <laughs> it was so good. Just seeing her like experience oh. that for the first time. She was like, is then you really? got it. You got to get her to watch Agents of Shield. There's like seven yeah. seasons of Coulson. She was so upset. I had to tell her. I was like, there, he is dead. It is true, but he comes back in Agents of Shield. They bring him back, and she was like, oh, well, let's watch that that show instead of all these yes, movies. And yes, I was like, absolutely, okay, watch Agents we, of we'll, Shield. We'll, we'll check it out. We'll check it out. <laughs> so it's she, such she a wants good to go show. It. it is. It is. Okay, Catherine. Thank you for being here. Everybody, hey, thanks for having me. Hang out. We'll be back. I'm going to try to do an episode on the more stuff, more fun stuff ep- version of Spider-Man this weekend. Oh, even... how many extra minutes? I don't know, but it, I just have seen some like random things online. I've tried to avoid spoilers, but apparently there's like a little more Matt Murdock in it. And like, Ooh. yeah, that makes me excited. So I'm okay. I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna go see that and have an episode on that this week. It's very late because we were at Dragon Con when it came out, but uh, yeah. So stick around in the feed, guys. We'll be back soon. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on Twitch.tv/StrandedPandaTV and available at youtube.com slash stranded panda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.